This is Carol McLeod, and you're listening to A Jolt of Joy on the Charisma Podcast Network. On today's episode, I'll be sharing with you a principle that will ensure your life is one of eternal beauty and perpetual growth. You know, beauty only grows when it is near a source of water. Vegetation only thrives when it's planted adjacent to an active water supply. And you, my friend, are no different. You will only flourish in direct relationship to your nearness to a fount of living water. Let's open our Bibles and read from John chapter 4, verses 13 and 14. Jesus answered and said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks of the water that I will give him shall never be thirsty, but the water that I will give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up to eternal life. You know, all of our refreshing comes from the Lord. In Him are the springs that never will run dry. Jesus is the birthplace of rivers and streams that will never cease to flow even during times of deep human pain. He, Jesus, your Lord and Savior, is your sustenance, He is your source, and He is your joy. I've heard it said that in real estate, the value of a home is determined by location, location, and location. You see, the value of a home is not only extracted from the number of rooms or by the excellence of craftsmanship or by the upgrades that the owner purchased. The value of a home is oftentimes chiefly dependent upon its location. So, where have you determined to build your life? Are you located on the whims of the culture or on the lies of the enemy? Or have you decided to build your life on the eternal truth of Scripture? You must, you simply must settle in near to that river that never shall run dry. So how do you do this? I'm so glad you've asked. Every day, choose to read a passage from Scripture. Every day, choose to sing a song of worship. And every day, choose to spend time in prayer. If you're able to, I even recommend getting on your knees. You know, it's those simple disciplines that enable all of us to get through the hard times in life. Your location, your proximity to living water will enable you to live a life of joy and hope even when your world has fallen apart. One of the most famous pieces of literature ever written is by the iconic Charles Dickens, and the title of the work is A Tale of Two Cities. Do you remember how this epic novel begins? It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. This incomparable author recognized a fact that you and I might sometimes ignore, two extremes 
the best of times and the worst of times are able to coexist or occur at the very same moment. Radical opposites are not mutually exclusive. Come on, track with me here. Let's go ask the prophet Isaiah his opinion on this matter. Isaiah 61.3. To grant those who mourn in Zion, giving them a garland instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the mantle of praise instead of a spirit of fainting. So they will be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. How wonderful to know, Isaiah tells us, that we are able to participate in what I like to call the great exchange. Regardless of how deep your mourning has been and how expansive your grief has grown, the Father offers you the great exchange. The Father says, how about you give me those ashes that you're wearing on your forehead and I'll give you a beautiful garland instead. You see, the Father says it's not necessary for you to live as a person whose life has been ravaged by pain and sorrow. And the reason this is, it's because you are chosen and you are not forsaken. He has chosen you. In the middle of human disappointment, you are invited to live as royalty. And so He puts a garland or a crown on your head as he takes away the sting of death. Now, even your identity has changed due to this grand exchange that has taken place when you exchange all that I am and all that I have experienced for all that he is and for all that he gives me. Your name is no longer weak or fragile or unseen. You are now known in the Father's name book as an oak of righteousness. Did you see that in Isaiah 61.3? To grant those who mourn in Zion, giving them a garland instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the mantle of praise instead of a spirit of fainting. So they will be called oaks of of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. The Father wants you to be known as an oak of righteousness. Let's talk about an oak tree for a minute. An oak tree is a solid and nearly unmovable tree. This is due to the unseen depths of its root system. So much of the tree's sustenance you don't see. It comes from underground because its roots have gone deeply into the soil in which it has been planted. An oak tree, even when the high winds of a storm assail this massive oak tree, limbs might fly off and leaves, well, they might be removed, but the tree itself remains stable and firm. My husband and I lived in Mobile, Alabama during the historic year of 1979. We were just newlyweds on staff at our first church there, and the storm of the century was threatening the Gulf Coast. The name of it was Hurricane Frederick. The wind gusts got up to 170 miles an hour. 
And during the night of that massive hurricane, we were huddled in our hallway of our brand new home that backed up to a forest of pine trees. And during the night, it was like living in a war zone. We would hear boom, boom, ba-boom. Well, in the morning when we woke up, the entire forest was down. These pine trees had all snapped during the night. And the reason that was is because pine trees don't have a deep root system. Pine trees, the roots sort of linger along the top of the soil. They go wide, but they don't go deep. When we were able to, several weeks later it was, we were finally able to drive down Government Boulevard in Mobile, Alabama, that is lined by moss-dripping oak trees. And do you know those trees had not been moved during the storm? Oh, there were some branches down. There were some limbs here and there. But the trees themselves had stood solid and firm. You are like that substantial oak tree that the prophet Isaiah mentioned. It is his righteousness that gives you your stability. That's why you have to allow your root system in life to go deeply into the righteousness of God. And as you participate in the great exchange that the prophet Isaiah talks about, you will bring glory to his name when you choose to plant your life in close proximity to his river of life, you will bring glory to his name. And when your roots go deeply into the things of Christ, you will bring glory to his name Who wouldn't want that? You and I are here on planet Earth today in the 21st century in order to bring glory to the name of our Savior. We bring glory to His name when we sing in the desert and when we choose His ways over the ways of the world. I am in. Are you? Thank you for joining me on A Jolt of Joy today. I'd love to spend more time with you on some of the other platforms on which I minister. You can read my weekly column in Ministry Today online, or you can sign up for a version devotional. Do you know what version is? Well, it's the little brown Bible on your smartphone. I'd love to have you visit my website, carolmccloudministries.com, and join a Bible study. Sign up for the weekly blog, buy a book, or leave a prayer request. As always, I am praying that the joy of the Lord will fill your life and your heart today. I hope that you'll join me next time on A Jolt of Joy.